You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only David Hay. Dave, it's good to see you. Good to see you also. Having a good time here in Vegas? Yeah. You know, I live in Vegas now. So it's Manchester. Yes. Good yes, change. I have. Happy with the change? Yeah, I mean, you know how it goes. You just sort of get used to being everywhere. It's not I don't I don't I don't really have like a base home. I feel like I just travel the world and kind of live at certain no, places no. for like a week, a month, whatever. Vegas. You know how it goes with your training camps I, I know, and stuff? I know, I know what it's like. I like to yeah. bounce around also. So yeah. I've, been, I've been here for the last couple of weeks in Vegas playing poker. Playing poker. So that's been fun. Shout out to Grove the Casino. I'm out here representing them. <laughs> but I've been playing terrible. I've got this big, this big game on the, the 1st of December, the Haymaker Knockout Series Final. I do a, on this Wednesday, go to Grove the Casino app, download the, um, the poker app, and I've got this this game we can win three grand but you win a seat on the first of december's live really? poker i'm terrible at um okay, hold on. I'm, I'm terrible at, at i'm at uh, digital online poker yeah. i like to get a feel for people so okay so i saw your documentary oh, what do you think? yes okay yeah. what i thought was i'm surprised you kept doing it <laughs> because you, you seem to not enjoy it at first you seem to be very no, like bored with I'm, I'm, fuss I'm in that frustrated zone right now okay. if people don't know what you're talking about go to amazon prime yeah. there's a documentary called uh, david versus goliath it's about my journey in poker and it was uh, it's a fun it's a fun documentary yeah. but it shows how i need to learn so this is what i'm doing i'm over here playing four or five hours every day poker. So on the first, I'll be able to be in sort of some sort of shape right. to, to win, the, win the competition. So you enjoy it now? Not at the moment, it's very frustrating. <laughs> it's, I enjoy it when I'm winning. Keeping it real. But I haven't been winning that often recently. Okay. But I just keep coming in. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better and better. and I just need more sparring, more I mean, hours in. You learn through your mistakes, don't you? So. Exactly, so yeah. um, I've, been, I've been doing lots of learning. <laughs> Over here, that's for, that's for damn sure. Hopefully, not too much loss, though. Like a, a financial no, 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 loss. It's been okay. It's been yeah. okay. I've, 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 I've sort of broken <laughs> even, kind of. But I need I need more hours playing. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm poker rusty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, last time I saw you, we were in Miami. Yes. Where you fought your friend, 
good old Joe Fournier. Um, <laughs> Post-fight, you took me a little bit off guard, I'll admit, when you called out Tyson Fury. Is that still something that you you want? Or what, what, what? Right at the very moment right now, I haven't done any exercise for 10 weeks. I'm doing this thing where I'm documenting what happens to the, the human body when you just live a regular lifestyle and don't do exercise. So I've done no exercise in 10 weeks. I've just been eating with everybody else, letting other people order my food. And <laughs> I, you know, when you're like, I'm not in that physical place where I'm running. Like for instance, that night I just got in there, just had a little shake out, had a little, little boxing ex exhibition bout. So I was feeling the energy. Right now I'm not feeling the energy. Once I get back into shape, I'll start feeling energy, then I'll start seeing, I'll start talking about it then. But yeah, the only fight I said I'd take is the number one in the division. Now, if you're ever gonna ever do a comeback, it has to be for the biggest possible, biggest possible situation. It doesn't get any bigger and more number one than Tyson Fury, so. Yeah. Well, well, you not eating and putting on some extra weight actually benefits you said, going back in, you know. Not the way, not the way, not the way I'm doing it. Believe me, I've done no, I've done no exercise. I've done no exercise. So, um, but having that extra bit of body fat, I really doesn't really work for me. I can really, okay. I can feel it. It's, uh, it brings my whole energy and mood down. But I've got another two weeks of this crazy diet thing, and then I can go back onto. Uh, a healthy regimen. So, okay, so explain that. So you're putting on the weight. You're gonna I'm in not two weeks. I'm just. You're just eating whatever. I'm eating whatever, letting my body just do what it does with no exercise for 12 weeks. What happens to your body when you just live? We don't do exercise and just live your life. Yeah. And then what do you do when you put when you're on a three to five hours a week exercise program with a strict dish diet, which allows you to eat whatever foods you kind of want, right. cutting out the foods that you don't need, and look what happens to your body over that same over that same 12 week period. And I think people will be quite shocked how much you can manipulate the human body with just timings of food, the types of food, and doing certain types of training. I want to find, I'm trying to show people a way, I'm trying to show people a way how to get the body that they kind of want without putting in the, the three hours of training every day. There's a way to do certain types of training which gives you more benefits to long-term aesthetically looking how you want to. But yeah, are you also going to do like the like the scientific side of it, which yeah, is, sure, yeah, yeah. you know, showing all how it could lower your blood, cholesterol. All yeah. my, blood, my blood work's getting okay. done at the whole time. So you have got to see exactly what exactly what everything is and how living, how most people live. Do you remember the documentary? It was on Netflix ages ago where it was a guy ate McDonald's every single day for like a year. He nearly killed himself. Yes. He nearly yes. killed himself three, three times a day and he, they supersized yeah. it if he said it. Yeah, I'm not doing that and I would never do that to <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm eating well. That's okay. it. I'm eating well. I'm not taking a piss. I'm eating well, but I feel like you're I don't. You're happy with your food. You're just happy. I'm happy. I literally just just want to stuff my face yeah. in. I feel happy. I feel bloated and like heavy now. <laughs> I'm eating in a very different way than I normally do, and my energy levels, my sleep, uh, I just feel terrible. Yeah. Like really, really bad, and I cannot wait for this okay. this phase to be over so I can stop eating so much. T minus two weeks for you. T minus two weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. amazing what happens to the human body when you manipulate certain right. things. Right. Well, um, it'd be nice to see if you would consider getting back into the ring again. Did you hear about um, Triller is now having that triad combat? Have you heard of it? Um, is it when they have the different fighters on the, on the triangle yeah. ring? Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that. Any, any type of combat, any type of new type of combat, I love. Yeah. I love. You know, I was a big fan of when, even before people knew about the UFC, I was watching cage fights or mixed martial arts tournaments from from years and years ago. 
I love I love combat. I love watching different different styles with different rules. And yeah, chucking another one into the mix. I'm sure whatever they'll do, they'll make it make it fun and sexy. Yeah. They're trying to make it a more of an even playing field for when MMA fighters fight uh, boxers and boxers fight MMA oh, fighters. So one way, one way each. Yeah. One does the MMA. Well, their fight has, it's, it's a Frank Mirror versus uh, Kubrat Pulev. That's a good fight. I actually saw Pulev in um, real fight um, uh, gym just off the strip okay. um, a few days ago. He looks in good shape. And he, he, said, I think he was telling me about it. He's, he's pretty confident yeah. he's going gonna to smash him. So... Yeah, we won't want to see that good world level um, heavyweight. No. It's interesting to see how much the landscape of boxing's changed since you were last fighting, which was only what a few years ago, Max. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Over three years. Yeah, the whole your new net television networks. You got new yeah. promoters popping up. You got yeah. you know you got the in the the, the big the big rise of the sort of social media boxes. Right. You know, it's it's really things have changed. The landscape is completely different right. than it's ever been before. You know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, the, the Tommy Fury challenging uh, Jake Paul. That's a re- so many people. It's obviously that's that's how that's what that's what I'm hearing from people. You have me. So people are saying, do you know, have you heard this? Tommy Fury apparently is Tyson Fury's brother and he's going to be fine. It's like it's weird how people look at the whole the whole setup. It's really, really interesting. I'm super curious to know what your thoughts are on uh, Tyson Fury vowing to like disown his brother. If he does not beat Tommy Fury, I mean, I'm sorry, Jake Paul. Yeah. Like, what, what do you make of that? I think it's a bit harsh. <laughs> it really, I, I remember I laughed. I did laugh at it. But you, what people genuinely forget is, uh, I know Tommy Fury's supposed to be boxing since he was a kid, but he hasn't. Otherwise, he'd have been internationally boxing as an amateur. Right. And he hasn't done that because I haven't seen it. He maybe he's done it, but I haven't seen it. But even the fights he has had as a professional... He doesn't feel like he's in the stage of his career where the big night he's going to rise to the case. He hasn't done his showed anything yet, and it's a lot. I just saying it's a lot of pressure on someone to lose their family name. That's like that means everything to him. I mean, imagine that your big brother's the heavyweight champion of the world, the fucking man, and he's saying if you lose your fight, I'm disowning you. Oh fucking hell! What and, kind of pressure? That's kind of mad pressure that is. And the wager is. If Jake Paul loses, he pays Tommy Fury $500,000. And then if Jake wins, Tommy unfortunately loses his brother. And he has to change his family name. And he has to change his name to Tommy Fumbles. It sounds funny. I think it's hilarious. I think that's the best marketing <laughs> gimmick ever in a box. I think it's just the funniest thing ever. Could you imagine if you guys were all doing that, though? How much yeah. more entertaining these fights would be? That's, that's, that's <laughs> the, that is the evolution of it, this crazy stuff, these crazy contract terms. But I just feel a bit, I feel like it's putting additional added pressure, which he doesn't really need, Tommy. He doesn't really need added pressure. Because Jake Paul, everyone keeps saying that Jake Paul's a, a YouTuber. I'm like, no, he's actually a boxer. He's yeah. a boxer. He's actually fought people who, who are really trying to beat him. And he's been able to rise to the occasion. And he's, he lives the life of a professional fighter. You know, BJ Flora is a very, very good friend of mine. Since the day Dot has been telling me, you know, I've seen his sparring. I've seen him develop. I've seen, I've li- every time he spars, I'm hearing how he's getting... He's, he's a young contender is a young guy coming through like any other guy would be at 10 or five five six fights he's got a full team of good quality sparring partners pressing him and he's learning behind closed doors so people who are writing um, uh, Jake Paul off thinking he's just an internet guy they've got it all they've got it all wrong and people thinking that 
Tommy Fury is just so much better a boxer. I'm like, okay, what fights? What what fights were they that you make your decision by? Right. You know, who who would that guy beaten that he beaten? You look deeper. It's not. He hasn't really done much. Um, Jake Paul's opponents were world champions in another sport, not in boxing. None of them have. But maybe it's behind what happens behind closed doors is what's going to happen. And this is going to transpire to be the big factor in this. Are you going to be in Tampa for that fight? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. Maybe it'll be a good fight. Yeah. Be a good fight to go to. The amount of hype for a fight with two relative, two novices really, right. who are just new to the game, yeah. new to the pro game, and they're generating this much hype is on pay per view. Well, you know, Tyson Fury's going to be there. It could be a good, nice little run in between yeah, the yeah, two yeah, of little, you. A little bit of banter between <laughs> two of us. No, but listen, that's, it's a lot of that's a lot of it's a lot of pressure on yeah. Tommy. I actually felt I feel bad for him because of this. You know, it's like yeah, you got to win, but if you don't win, you're you're out of the family. That's like, oof, that's like, sometimes in a fight, you need to feel calm. You need to feel peace. You need to be able to focus on the job in hand. Not if you take a big shot in the first round thinking, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to have to change my name. And you've you got to be thinking about what happens in the fight. And he hasn't been through those fights where he's had to really struggle to then know how to keep his mind right to get to the, the finishing line. So it's, I'm saying he's a novice in boxing terms. He hasn't had to go through any crisis and he might have to go through one. Right. Um, when they fight, is that the 18th of December? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not long away now. Well, I'll be there to see it. Um, I'm super curious as to when you were last fighting at Cruiserweight, yeah. we now have Canelo Alvarez jumping up to uh, face Makabu. What do you make of this whole situation? Like, uh, I, I, I think the, the, the universe has found a way for Makabu to be the WBC champion at a time where we're looking at someone who looks unbeatable to push the boundaries to see how far he can really take it. He's, Makabu, as far as I'm aware, he's, a free, he's free to fight wherever in the world against whoever he wants. WBC champion, it's another, it's another belt. It makes him a five-time world champion if he can beat Makabu. Makabu's a big hitter, massive puncher on paper when you look at his record. But when you really look at the people he've knocked out, not that many massive recognizable names. Can he land that shot on someone who most welterweights, you know, uh, 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 sorry, couldn't be at it, couldn't touch? Look at Keller Plant the other day. He just got slowly ground down. But can he do it against someone that much bigger? I think he can. I think I'd, I'd back um, Canelo to win the cruiserweight title for sure. Makabu's naturally so much bigger than him. But if he's ever going to do it, it's, it's not going to be against Lawrence Coley. No one will ever mention that. It just makes zero sense for everyone. You know, maybe it makes sense for Coley because he's got these nice work. But you don't think he'll stay? If he, if he wins the WBC, oh, gonna, he, won't, he won't stay at Cruiser. It's the same situation as when Roy Jones moved up to fight John Ruiz okay. to win the WHL, then went back down to fight Antonio Tava. It's one of those situations which works out fine, contractually, financially. He can go to it. It'll be a massive, massive fight. Five-time world title. He may be... Would he be an underdog? I don't think so. I don't think he'll be an underdog. So. But if it goes to points, he's won the fight for sure, regardless of what happens. But can Mugabu catch him and hurt him and keep use the size? It's a really, really intriguing fight. But I, I rate Canelo so highly, I think it's going to take... I don't know. It's going to take someone very, very special to, to beat him. Would Canelo have moved up in the time where you were champion when Alexander Usyk reigned as champion? Do you no, think he no. would have t taken those type of challenges? It's, it's the size difference in the... I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I doubt it. I doubt it. I think 
it's the perfect it's the perfect scenario. You have it's. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Canelo to fight Tyson Fury. It's just too big. It's too tall a task. It's just. It's like no, I want Fucking to. Fucking hell! At this point, I don't doubt that that can happen one day. <laughs> but against Magab, I'd be like, okay, I can see how we could win this fight. Yeah. So I'd be interested. If it's a fight, I, I don't think he could win. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see him fight um, a goalie. I just wouldn't want to see it because it'd just be horrible. I would hate to see a hero of mine just losing because it's just his size. Decisive is just too fast, you know. But if he can, if he's someone's not that big and. He can use his skill set. Then I think he's got a, I think he's got a chance of doing the five-time world title champion. Definitely interesting times. Uh, I, I remember I asked Canelo after he fought Callum Smith. I asked him about cruiserweight, and he said no. It's too much. It's too much. So it's interesting to see how that turn of events. Yeah, because remember when I, I, I thought wrongly that Kovalev would have been too big. I was really worried that he'd just bitten off too much. Bitten off too much. I thought yeah. he's taking it too far. And when I saw him weigh in, I was like, the size difference is too much. And he was, and he was, ta- he was taking some stick in that fight, but he got to him. And, and after, after he proved to me on that night that right. that size difference don't make don't make that much difference. I don't think Makabu is that much bigger in height wise difference to Kovalev. I think they're kind of similar, but he's just a little bit, a lot more thick set. Yeah. But and he might be coming down from heavyweight to cruiserweight. So he might, when he might get in the ring, he might be two fifteen, right. for all you know. So it's. So it's a, as I'm saying, it's a tough, tough ask, but if anyone can do it, um, Canelo can. And lastly, I want to ask you, uh, Bob Arum said that there's a pretty good chance that Joe Joyce could actually become Tyson Fury's next opponent if they can't sort out the WBC legal yeah. issues that they have going on with Dillian White, which always seems to be there's always, something always stopping, always a damn issue. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because he deserves the, the, the shot up by now. No, I, I, the, only, the thing is, you don't in boxing, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you, you, you get what you negotiate, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. You know, lots of people. I might not have deserved to get half the accolades I got, but I negotiated them, so I got them. Yeah. And that's the thing. Sometimes you just got to look at what's been happening in the past. And think, okay, has it worked the way I've been doing it? And if it hasn't, maybe try and find another angle because you know. Is it too soon for Joe? Do you, would you would you no, like no, to see no, Joe? No, I think Joe's Joe's ready to go. He's been ready to go for a while. He's ready to go. He's he is who he is. He can take the shot. He's got the engine. The only thing that's going to happen by prolonging it is he just gets stale. He needs to be in big fights, good fights to get the best out of himself. So I think who else is there for him to fight to prove that he should to the you know. Um, if it's ever going to be his time, it's going to be now. So he's just got to get busy, get those fights. If he gets the opportunity to fight Fury, he should jump at it. He sparred with him in the past before, yeah. so he knows what he's de- he knows what he's dealing with, and uh, he, can, he can he can take a dig. That's for damn sure. He lets his hands go. He's proved that against Dubois, and you know. And Tyson stopped someone like Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce got an incredible chin. He has. If he can hit him enough, you know, any any heavyweight can stop any heavyweight if you allow him to hit you enough. You know, if um, if he doesn't get hit that much, you know, Otto Wallen went 12 rounds with, with Tyson Fury. If Otto Wallen can go 12 rounds with him, I think Joe can go 12 rounds with him as well. It's just what happens in those 12 rounds is, is pretty important. Well, D, thank you so much for your time. I could sit here and talk to you forever and ever and ever and ever, but... Uh Got shit to you do. Got, yeah, shit to do today. <laughs> There's a fight to watch, a fight to watch tonight. Um, but yeah, so it's good seeing you again. 
and all the best to you in your poker. I admire your determination. Something and like that. Something <laughs> like that. Remember, Wednesday, 8 p.m., it's a free poker competition, win free grand if you can, and if you win that. December 1st, come and play me live at the Vic Casino, Grove Casino. And uh, I can knock you out there in real life, in person. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, dear. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.